When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, baseball family. We're going to dive into the mailbag tonight. We're really excited. We've had uh, like two—is it two questions? I think it's two questions tonight. Uh, One, the first one, really good questions tonight. They are really good questions, and and they actually a couple of them caused me some real brain trouble. So we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna get into it. Um, The first one I'm going to read this from Nick Lorenzo, part of our baseball family on Nine Plus S VIP groups on Facebook. He asks, does this record, now he's speaking about Randy or Rosarina's uh, nine homers in a single postseason, that record, but we're going to expand upon that. Does the record deserve an asterisk in a year when every postseason game has been played in a warm climate within the so-called bubbles instead of the team's home parks? Certain factors have been removed. No crowd pressure for visiting teams, not having to deal with cold weather, which deadens the ball and the same for the same field dimensions for the entire uh, world series. And if you take all the, <laughs> I love this. If he says, he says, if you take all the <laughs> elemental factors out of it, then they might as well be playing Xbox. <laughs> I, man, now, Nick, real quick. <laughs> that's perfect. Let me respond to that last part of the end there real quick is that I will say video games are so advanced that they do actually take into effect, like take into account, like, location like yeah but only as of the last three years happens what's that only as the last three years is that the case though three to five i don't know man i've been playing games for a long time and i feel like even like last time i played ncaa football was in like 2010 and i remember going on the road of some of those games and being like yeah that's that's not physics that's home field advantage going against me is what that is. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And you know, Some the of show that has that down pretty good too. So do they, I haven't played the so. show yet. I've got the other one. What are RBI? Oh yeah. 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 No, I feel like the show had it down pretty good even in 2009 when I played it last. So, mm. okay. It, it's a real thing. It's a real but thing. still, I mean, he, he brings up a good point because you do have control over all of that in an AI scenario, right? Like in a game, mm-hmm. you can say, uh, for you know, this is the weather I want, this is the climate, this is where I want the game to be mm-hmm. played. And and he's right. So what do you think what do you think, Brad? Is this is this closer to Xbox? Do do we need asterisks on the end of these well, records? Because there this isn't this is not the only record being set. No, it's not, and I mean, because he, because last night in Game Five, he set the record for most hits in a postseason, and there's going to be there are more to come because he's got at least one more game. Yeah, and exactly. I don't think he's going to go over because he doesn't. Um, no, th- th- this is my this is my thing, is that if you want to put an asterisk on this, because there's going to be an asterisk on the season anyway, because in thirty, forty years, when people are looking back on the record books, be like, well, why are they only twenty and ten? Like, what happened there? There's going to be an asterisk describing pandemic season yeah right yeah, right and i think that's sufficient for any asterisk asterisk that goes on the season um 
because this this is the thing the players have to do. This is all they can do is they can play the hand they're dealt. Nobody else has nine home runs. Nobody on the Dodgers has nine home runs. Corey Seager has eight. But nobody else on either of these teams have that many home runs. So, right. yes, he set a record playing more games in more controlled environments. Um, but, I mean, the Rays, they would they'd be playing in warm climates anyway the whole time. They, would, they played the Astros. Yeah. I don't even remember who they played the first two rounds. But... Um, oh, they played. They played the Yankees, right? Mm, yeah. So I think so. I don't so there would have been a little bit colder weather it. games <laughs> there in New York. What's that? I said I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> but there would have been a little bit colder weather games there than there was in California, in Southern California. Yeah. So that, for sure. I'll go with that. But but generally speaking, I feel like the the Rays are playing teams where they would have been playing in warmer climates anyway. Hmm. And and I don't think it would have affected that much. But that being said, too, pitchers are throwing harder in, in warmer weather. They are, and they can arm I stays think, arm stays warmer longer. That's right. Ball they can flies last a little bit better out of your hand, even. Yeah, more sorry, break. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, you're. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm. We're saying the same things. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, but but no, I I don't think there should be any asterisk attached to it because, um, like I said, everybody's playing in the same the exact same circumstances. Nobody's done the same thing. And yet you have to play the cards that you're dealt because if we're going to asterisk this, then, you know, Babe Ruth hit, I mean, we can go, we can go back to this. He hit 60 home runs in a season that was 150. I've got it Four. right here. 154. 154, 154 game season. Yeah. And then Roger Maris goes and hits 61 in a 162 game season. Right. You know, so he's got eight more games to hit one more home run, and he did it. So you would have to put an asterisk next to that 61 as well. And, and then... They, they do. Socially. The, social. And see, that's the thing, is like... If you're going to put an asterisk on it socially, there's so many more. Because, yes, the Astros have an asterisk next to their 2017 for cheating. I feel like that's more deserving than an asterisk than this postseason. Oh, oh Yeah. Please. So, I don't know. I I get where he's coming from with it, but I don't feel like there should be. Right? Okay. What say you? Well, I, for the sake of entertainment value, would like to disagree with you, but I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel the same. I feel like we just picked the same favorite hat. You know, I feel the exact same way. (laughs) <laughs> I it's 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 going to be one of the things that gets buried. I don't think of Roger Maris's 61 home run record with an asterisk, but I know because mm-hmm. I'm into history that that's how it was perceived back then certainly and for a certain amount of time after that. But the mm-hmm. generational evolution that the wheel spins, you know, what is it? The wheel yeah. wheels as the wheel wheel the wheel wheels or something like that. That's like that's exactly what's happening here, and it's uh, it's getting lost in the in the sands of time. So, are we gonna really look back at twenty twenty at the season and and question the records? I think that some of the, some of the fans will, some of the fans won't. Will our mm-hmm. kids? Probably not. Will our grandkids? Absolutely not. Right. Yeah, and 
And, you know, the other thing, too, is that when the playoffs expanded from simply just the LCS and then the World Series, or even from the World Series to the LCS, and then you've got the Division Series and the Wild Card, you know, like, you've added on games there, and the issue has been um, the value of a division title over oh, the records yeah. in the postseason. Yeah. You know, that's always been the argument there. Not so much, oh, man, that guy's getting to play five more postseason games than they got to play in 1992, you know? Right. So so I don't I, – I feel like it's an argument this year because it's new, but I, just a few years down the road it's not going to be an issue, especially since uh, a 14-game postseason is likely going to be the case. So it'll be the yeah, new normal. it will be the new normal. So, okay, you bring up a really good question, not part of the mailbag question, but but do you think, Brad, that – see, you touched on one of my favorite secret topics. Did you, do you think <laughs> that the value of a division championship, what, what used to be known as winning the pennant, right, was that mm-hmm. – do you think that that has gone away? I don't think it has, and I don't think it will um... – because especially with expanded playoffs going forward, there's going to be value with winning your winning your division because you're going to get home field in that first round or a bye. You know, hmm. like there is there is something to be said with just getting in. The Nats just got in last year. That's all they had to do. They just had to get in, and they went on and won, and won it all. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so I I think there still is value because. You're not questioning seeding because if they give those division winners a top a top three seed automatically, mm-hmm. then you're good, right? So I, I don't know. I've always felt like there's value in winning a division. Um, as a Mariners fan, I'm just like, just get in. I don't even care if you get swept. Just get in. That's all right. I care about. You know, it could be a wild card. It could be, be a big division title. But I don't know. I, and it feels like where you're at, you know, as a Yankees fan, you don't want to get in as a wild card. You want to get in as a division winner. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, so okay. I, but I feel like there's still value to it. We're speaking about two different things here, and this is where I find it really interesting. You're coming at it from a practical perspective. You're saying get into the playoffs, new breath, new life, magic happens, you never know. And there's mm-hmm. that's exactly right. You're You're not wrong. But what I'm viewing it as all the flags on the flagpole, right? Like the pride, the culture, yeah. the the emphasis on the, the what used to be a pennant race. Like, do you think that that sentiment still still exists? I don't think anybody could argue with get in the playoffs. That's you're absolutely right. But I want to talk more. What do you think? Do you think that there's that that that's the fans or the teams or whatever? Do you think they value the the pennant, the flag? the pride i think they, i think they do just because like if you've ever been to a major league game and your team has one or two or three or 50 whatever your team you're is whoever your team is it's cool seeing it you know like at safeco or sorry t-mobile they have them hanging from the retractable roof yeah or like a or something just below i don't remember exactly where it's placed but but they're out in right field above the stands you can see them and it's cool to see because i can remember every single one of them i can look up at those banners and say yeah i remember i remember the 95 season that was crazy i remember the 97 season griffey won the mvp i remember 2000 2001 and that's all of them you know right, right. <laughs> i remember yes. every one of them 
<laughs> getting to see him is really cool. So I, I, as far as that goes, yeah. As a fan, mm-hmm. I definitely want my team to win the division because you want you want to be able to see those there. Yeah. Interesting. See, I've always thought that so. since somewhere in the '90s, and I don't know what happened, but since the '90s, I think that the pennant thing has really died socially. Well, I mean, it was it was after the strike in '94. They realigned the divisions. Yeah, and they went to you know instead of just east and west, they went to east, west, central, and then the, they had to bring in the wild card, and that and that's where. Well, and I think that's what did it. Sentiment may have died. Yeah, and I think I think that's what did it. Which let's go ahead and bring it back around before we get into the next question. If we go Mm -hmm. to two expansion teams, we could realign everything and go back to a just a straight pennant race, and that would be magical. It would take a few years to recultivate that tradition, but if it's produced right, if it's packaged well, we could get back to that idea. And then there would be some some skin in the game. I, the way I think about it now is that the division championship, the the uh, what do you call it, the league championship, what do you call it? And then every, all of those are wild card games. Everything it's a they're stepping stones. They're not achievements in and of themselves. The players feel that way, but the fans are like, oh, good, finally, let's move on, right? Like you made it past mm-hmm. the next thing. It was a hurdle you cleared, but I don't think, and maybe it's society as a, uh, you know, here we go waxing philosophical, but maybe it's our society that we just don't take the time to sit and celebrate the wins. I know I have a hard time with that, but there, it just doesn't feel as exciting as it should and as it used to. That's all. Okay. I'm done. Well, how about this? I, I think you just came up with another episode um, if and when they do <laughs> announce expansion. Um, what would the playoffs look like? Because you can go four divisions, four division winners. You yep. still got the division series, championship series. Um, and do you expand from there just to water it down a little bit? I don't know. So I think what? I think we've got into I think we've got ourselves another episode with that because that's a whole <laughs> new can of worms. Well, I want to know what this baseball so. family of ours feels uh, moving forward, and then yeah, that will help us build that topic because. You're right. That that's really cool. But but what do you think, baseball family? Do you think that do you think that Randy or Rosarina's record is going to need an asterisk? Do you think it deserves one in the record books? And do you think that uh, the next question that have you lost your sense of pride in your pennant races or uh, division championships? I don't know. I'm just curious. All right. Me too. Next question. All right. We have so t- I got this one. We have time. This is right? actually texted to me today. <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of time. Okay. All this right. is texted to me by a friend of mine, Greg Curtis. Uh, he said, "If the Dodgers win, does that change Clayton Kershaw's legacy? As in, he's been pretty bad in the playoffs. Do you think I'm fine? Do you think him finally winning one gets everyone off his back? What do you think, mm. Greg? Um. Yes and no." I think that your I think it's a scale. I think some some fans will always remember how bad he was and and then we'll all say, "Oh man, we're so grateful he pulled it together." I think that mm-hmm. most fans will just leave him alone from now on, honestly, because his curveball's so hot right now. And that's been the problem. So like, Hansel. "Where's your where's your curveball, man?" You know? And mm-hmm. well, it's here. So 
I think what will be most interesting is is next season. I think that this question cannot be adequately answered until we see his performance next season. And that's tough because he, what is he, 34, 33? I want to say he's 33, but let me double check I think that so. Point. Yeah, so so we're going to get into a, kind of a sticky situation with his with his capabilities next season anyway. I don't think he's going to retire, but I think that we're going to have a diminished Clayton Kershaw for next season anyway. And maybe we wouldn't. Well, maybe not because we have a very different scenario this season and his arm might have some new life next season that he wouldn't have if he'd gone 162 season and then all this all this far into the postseason. So I don't know. I don't have the trigonometry to figure that out in my brain. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> I think next season will be will be the the t- the crucible the true the true measure and his his legacy will be solidified after next season not this one. Okay, what do you think? So first off, he's he's thirty two. First off, um, okay. But okay, so I want to compare him to another Hall of Fame pitcher because I do think Clayton Kershaw will go to the Hall of Fame. Um, well, yeah, he just broke the record for postseason strikeouts. Yeah, because he been there a ton of times just like this other guy uh greg maddox heard of him so who greg maddox was on (laughs) who is that on this amazing (laughs) atlanta braves team that (laughs) that (laughs) um that okay so from this he wasn't on this team the whole time he joined the the braves in the 93 season yeah Um, something like that yeah but in 91, they lost the World Series. 92, they lost in the World Series. 93, they lost in the NLCS. And then 94, there was no postseason because of the strike. And then 95, they finally won the World Series. Yeah. And and I've actually been thinking about this Braves team a lot, seeing the Dodgers go in and play the Rays. Because the thing that the, that the part of the reason the Braves won that World Series is because, and I felt this for, golly, 25 years now, um, yeah, I felt like the Braves went into that World Series and they were by far the better team. That the Indians were way overmatched, way in over their head. Ended up going six games, just because sweeping in a World Series is tough. Oh yeah, but no, I like I felt like I was like this is the year the Braves finally get it because the Indians are not going to beat that team, and they didn't. The Braves ended up winning, and then the next year they lost the World Series um, to the Yankees. And then, you know, yeah. they lost another World Series before, and it looks like in 1999, but they yeah. were contending every single year until 2005. Right. So, And 2001 was the kind of the last hurrah, and then it went downhill, right? Yeah. Yeah, they lost the NLCS to um, to the Marlins, and then they were NLDS after that. Yeah. Um, and then in 2006, they didn't make the playoffs at all. But right. Right. that team feels a lot to me, at least at this point, like the Dodgers. Shall we compare? Oh, okay. I hadn't thought about it this way. So, so the Dodgers, they went to the World Series in 2017, lost to cheaters. Went to the World Series in 2018, lost to cheaters. 2016, they were eliminated in the NLCS by the eventual champions, the Cubs. Right? Yep. So, to me, and then even 2016... Or sorry, uh, 2015, let's see. They lost to the Mets in the NLDS. Yep. Okay, and then 14, made the playoffs. 13, 
lost in the NLCS to the Cardinals. It goes on. Like, this is a team that's been making the playoffs for a long time, and they are due to win a World Series. And I feel like the Dodgers are just they're they're over they're the Rays are overmatched. They're in over their heads against this team. And the Dodgers are finally gonna get it this year. This is the year they're gonna get it. And Clayton Kershaw is pitching the postseason of his life. True. Let me finally get to my point. Clayton Kershaw is pitching the postseason of his life. He could go down as one of the greatest regular season pitchers who struggled in the postseason, much like Greg Maddox, but that will only tarnish his legacy a tiny bit. And the fact that he's pitching the way he is right now will help that. It will be in his favor. Be like, well, yeah, but he's part of the reason they won that, that 2020 World Series despite everything. Yeah. You know, so I feel like this will actually help him. Um. I feel like it will improve his legacy that people will look back, oh, well, they lost the Astros in 2017 because they were cheating. They knew what he was throwing. Yeah. You know, that I, th- yeah, I think that will be, be there. a big thing. That'll always be there. That'll be a big thing going forward. Um, so, so I think it'll help. There will still be a little bit of a caveat because of his postseason history, but that will help erase that a little bit. Yeah. So, that's my long-winded way of saying that. Hmm. <laughs> Very good. But thanks for bringing the history in there. That was a really cool parallel. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it because it was very long winded, much longer winded than I wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. it was it was really <laughs> you're right on the money. I hadn't thought about it that way. That's cool. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.